Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, and we are doing W's and L's, and today we'll talk about the Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, Arkansas had an interesting season. Now, you had K.J. Jefferson that got hurt early in the year. They ended up going 7-6. and six. They had that weird Liberty Bowl where all the points were scored against Kansas. And Kansas, by the way, they're, they're on the comeuppance. I, uh, I'm a big Jayhawks person right now um, to the detriment of all the Missouri Zoo fans that might be listening to the show. But Arkansas ended up 7-6, and six, and they are talking, honestly, hot seat. If Sam Pittman doesn't win eight games this year, there could be a change at Arkansas. And that is interesting. And their schedule, you'll see in just a little bit, kind of sets up in a weird way. And I I don't know exactly how to take it, but it's like easy in the beginning, easy on the end. The middle of it is an absolute bear. So if they come out of that middle of the schedule, if they get through October and they're like, I don't know, uh, was it six and three, something like that, you have a chance for a really special season if you're an Arkansas fan. If you come out of that and you are three and six, you got a problem. If you come out of that and you're four and five, you got a problem. So we'll see exactly what's going to go on with Arkansas. Now, looking at them offensively, They do have K.J. Jefferson and Raheem Sanders. They're still back. But, in my opinion, this person likes Dan Enos for what he did at Maryland. I am going to juxtapose it a little bit off of what Kendall Bryles was able to do um, with De'Eric King. So, this offense is going to change. I think the tempo and stuff that they did at Arkansas helped them out, especially in the running game. It made these guys really, really good football players. Jefferson's one of the best running quarterbacks around. Raheem Sanders is easily the second best running back in the Southeastern Conference. And Sam Pittman's offensive line is always going to be good. But the move from Kendall Bryles with this tempo RPO type offense, explosive. It worked everywhere it's been, even with running quarterbacks. I go back to De'Eric King at Houston to where he put up a 35-touchdown, six-interception season. It was unbelievably effective. And as a, I think he was a freshman or a sophomore, we thought this kid's going to win a Heisman. This kid is special. Kendall Bryles moved on to Florida State. Derek King's numbers dropped down considerably. He ended up going to Miami, had a decent type year, but not the type year of anything like when Kendall Bryles was the quarter um, coordinator. So I worry with Dan Enos that something similar like that is going to happen. I think they're going to be good. I don't know how good they're going to be. Now, a problem that the Arkansas Razorbacks had last year was their defense. Their defense was the worst in the conference, and um, they gave up over 30 points a game. I think they gave up 450 yards rushing um, to the Ole Miss Rebels, and this was a team that passed defense was the way forward. They did lose linebackers Drew Sanders and Bumper Poole, Um, That hurts. They're counting on replacements coming in, filling in for them. And the secondary definitely has to be far, far stronger. It was a problem. It affected their run game coverage because of them having to basically compensate for what was going on on the 
um, in the secondary, secondary side as well. The key to the season, they need to get off the field in third down, period. If you do that, Arkansas has a chance to be very good. This is the thing. Whenever you have K.J. Jefferson and Raheem Sanders, you want to get possessions back for the offense. It's the same thing that Pete Goldening is going to be attached with with the Ole Miss offense. Get possessions back for the offense. And we'll see exactly how they are able to do that. You know, whenever they get rolling, they are an absolute problem. So we'll see. And that the five offenses last season got hit over 50% of their third down percentage. That's, that's absolutely nuts. Now, their key player is Isaiah Satanga or Jaden Wilson or Sam Mbaka. You know what this means? This means they don't know. We're, we're guessing. They don't have the wide receivers out there. The passing game could be a problem. They're going to lean on the run game quite a bit. Now, Dan Enos, the offensive coordinator, was an offensive coordinator for Brett Bielema. In that um, 2015 game with the 4th and 25, I know I hate to bring that up for Ole Miss fans, but he was the offensive coordinator then. He's run with, um, I, I, I don't know his, how to, Tagovailoa at Maryland. I can't say his first name. Maybe it's Talina or something like that. I don't know. Talia. Um, but he was pretty effective with that offense, but it wasn't necessarily the same thing. So it's probably changed a little bit since he was, with Burt, but I wouldn't expect it to change that much, honestly. And honestly, here's the schedule that sets up. And Ole Miss sits right in the middle of that five-game schedule that's going to be an absolute bear. Just an absolute monster. At LSU and A&M at Arlington the week before, at Ole Miss, then Alabama at Alabama is the week after. It's an absolute mess. This is a situation where Arkansas could absolutely go 0-5 out of these five games. It, absolute mess. Could go 0-5. You, now, you have your Western Carolinas and your Mur Missouris and other stuff, but the season is going to turn either way based off of this five-game period from the end of September until late October. Interesting enough. Now, if you look at the matchup predictor, the ESPN FBI is not high on the Hogs in this game. They give Ole Miss a 70% chance. I think it said 80% earlier, but they give them a 70% chance of winning this game. Um, Arkansas is at 29.7. So it's interesting, right? It, it's kind of what you expect to happen, but it's a game that Ole Miss should win. Now, Ole Miss can lose. They lost to him this year. But Ole Miss can win that game and should win that game. And ESPN FPI says they should win that game. So whenever I look at the scheduled W's and L's for the halfway point of the season, I'm going to chalk this one up as a W. And honestly, be pretty happy about it and feel pretty good about it. So my W's and L's through the first half of the season have Ole Miss at 5-1. and one. And I think they were probably just looking at the outside. If you look, going to, want to go back and look at the first half of the schedule, when you look at Alabama, Ole Miss should win that game. When you look at all the questions that Alabama has, but I can't pick Ole Miss to win that game. I can't. I've seen that game too many times. I saw Eli Manning go down there to play a 3-8 and eight Alabama team, and they beat, they beat Eli... Like forty-two to seven, 
I think Sean Alexander just scored another touchdown. So that is a game that I am. You're it's, when I talk about show me games, that's a show me game. That's something you need to pay attention. But I'm scheduling this one as a W. I think the first half of the season, Ole Miss will go five and one, and everybody will be really excited about it. We got an off week, and then we have the Auburn Tigers, and I'll talk about that tomorrow as well. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first. And listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So subscribe there. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, every dayers. Um, we are trying and working to get Maurice Davis on this week. We have our season preview stuff as we count down to SEC Media Days. And we're going to have some just weird takes. That's just the way we are and the way we operate here at the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. So thank you very much for tuning in and hotty toddy.